welcome to Second Act Podcast. As I always say, it is a continuation, yet an evolution, the act of finding meaning, fulfillment, and a deep sense of purpose. In the beginning, I thought this medium would be a place to learn from experiences of others. During what this platform has given us and so many recordings that we have done, the name itself has become synonymous to so many different ideas. For some, it spells hope, for the others inspiration and for me today it purely spells power it is a place where people come to narrate their experiences a place of learning and viewing the world from someone else's perspective a place to share learn confess express and take away we at second act truly believe that learnings happen through conversations This is a live recording at um, Kunzun Cafe at Jolbank, one of my favorite spots. And thank you, Ajay Jain, for being so generous, so kind to offer this venue to me and so many of uh, the podcasts that we have done before at different locations of Kunzun Cafe. I have a very dynamic young entrepreneur here. Um, I'm always very influenced by young people who have started their journey much earlier. And then I'm thinking, oh my goodness, why I didn't do it? So this is Arman Sood. co-founder of Sleepy Owl Coffee, uh, coffee we all need all the time. We're just having coffee. I just finished mine. Arman is still having a different flavor of coffee right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. So coming from a long background to doing coffee, I think he's traveled a long way in the last six years. So Arman, welcome to Second Act Podcast. This is a place where I literally take out stories of people's second act, higher purpose. What do they really think of life, life journey? Um, the business that you're doing, how is it transforming you as a person, and mm-hmm. so many questions. So, my dear friend, thank you for taking our time and coming. Thank you. Thank you so much, Archana. <laughs> I am um, really, really glad to be a part of this conversation, and I'm sorry that it took so long to get around to doing this. Um, but thank you. Thank you for having me, and I'm very excited to talk to you and to share stories. Yeah, and uh, like when I was listening to some of your interviews, they were all about uh, what kind of uh, money did you make in the last six years? What is the investment that one gets as an mm-hmm. entrepreneur? I'm not going to ask any of that. That's absolutely <laughs> fine. This, this podcast <laughs> is all about you. Uh, mm-hmm. So this, let's, so let's start with you. So you did law, mm-hmm. right? And um, what happened then? What happened and what happened then with coffee? Did you like stay up all night studying and you <laughs> thought, oh my God, don't I have a coffee which really gives me the pep? And also doesn't really uh, give me so much caffeine that I don't get any sleep. So I think it would be, uh, you know, <laughs> no, I think it would be, you know, oversimplified to say that that's how we landed up here, <laughs> right? I wish the story were that simple and that easy, uh, but but that's not the case, okay. uh, you know. Uh, actually, on the first day of my law school journey, I met my current co-founder, and huh? this would be now. Uh, we're entering 2023, so 13 years ago is when I met my co-founder Ashwajit. We became friends on the first day at law school, young 18-year-olds. Wow. And um, I think, uh, you know, that was, uh, you know, you know, as youngsters when you meet, right, you get influenced by each other, right, as friends. Um, so I think uh, I was all gung-ho, ready to become a lawyer. And Ashwajit was there, uh, not by choice. He always wanted to do business, but he was pushed into uh, pursuing a career in law. So from the first day, he wasn't keen on being there. Okay. So he found me and uh, you know he convinced me to take this journey with him and said that, listen, you know, there's a beautiful world of uh, 
business and entrepreneurship out there and it's <laughs> one that I want to explore and I want you to explore it with me. And uh, I think, you know, uh, at that age, you're very curious uh, as, as individuals. So I said, okay, let's learn and talk about business. So all our conversations would revolve around entrepreneurship and business, right? Um, and over the years, while we were in law school and studying, um, you know, we, we started a multiple businesses actually. So Already. Yes, yes. So we started our first business at 18. Uh, you know, uh, we and started. Where was that? It was a restaurant uh, on campus. So, wow. you know, we were, I was at Jindal Law School. It was, the university was one and a half years old. Um, there were uh, almost, uh, you know, no FNB options for the 250 students on campus. Oh. So we, we actually ended up uh, starting a small kitchen, uh, night kitchen, where we were making omelets and sandwiches. And it was a fun experience. It was a mini business in itself. Oh, and uh, the warden shut us down uh, four weeks into operation. Oh, wow. Uh, rules. You know, and then we realized that yeah, rules aren't meant to be broken. <laughs> you know, so we said, okay, you ban kar, haan, koi you karte hain. And uh, the second business that we did was uh, college merchandise. So very inspired by okay. universities abroad. And we said, yeah, just 250 kids, but the university is starting and uh, branded hoodies or t-shirts to honi chahiye. So we started sourcing and, uh, you, know, uh, you, you know, merchandise and selling it to our peers. So we did that for three years. Every year we learned something, made mistakes, improved on them, and realized you know the full cycle of uh, the operations, the marketing to the students, to collecting wow. cash, to pocketing a little bit of the profits that we made out of this whole exercise. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. And in uh, 2012, um, we said, let's take it a step further. And we imported bar and party accessories from China and set up an e-commerce website selling beer pong tables, beer bongs, uh, you know, and we did that for three years in law school. Wow. And so it was all of these, you know, mini steps that led us to ultimately coffee, right? Uh, that was... Yeah, uh, but you, I think you were already birthing so much of entrepreneurship inside you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you know, they say, na, kida hai. Ah. So wo kida, you know, Pe laga, pe laga. By the time we graduated law school, we said, yeah, law karna hi nahi hai. So parents were quite surprised, ki, yeah, okay, uh, you've done five years of law school and you don't want to pursue a career in law. And especially um, Jindal, it was like, of course. Yeah, it was more expensive than most <laughs> national law universities. And uh, luckily, you know, we were both on scholarships and, you know, it wasn't, uh, but, but yeah, parents were very clear that, you know, while they supported us in all our activities, they said, you have to make sure that you get your degree. You get good grades. There was no compromise on that. So we were studious and we did our studies. But, uh, you know, by the end of it, Manud gaya tha. Said we want to, we want to get into the world of entrepreneurship and business. And when we graduated law school in 2015, we didn't have a concrete idea. The coffee idea wasn't there. You know, it came much later. So it wasn't that law school, we were in law school and we coffee ka idea idea. Not really. Uh, okay. <laughs> that would, that's why I said it would be an oversimplified oh, story if that was the case, but that wasn't the case. Um, you know, Ashwajit started working at a fashion uh, startup called Kora Jeans. I went to EdTech, Education Technology wow. in Mumbai. And our third co-founder, who I hadn't met, uh, he was Ashwajit's childhood friend, oh. school friend. He was in New York at JP Morgan, uh, working as an investment banker. So wow. three of us had very different... Uh, you know, uh, jobs after our respective college education. But uh, like I said, Ashwajit, uh, you know, uh, he, he says, I want to do something, but I want to do it with you guys. 
you know, wow. and he convinced us to look at and start exploring another business idea. Tabhi bhi coffee nahi tha. Tabhi bhi tha ki bas ek business karna hai aur saath mein karna hai as friends. Wow. And we'll have fun while we do it, and yeah. you know, uh, we'll enjoy our life together as as business partners and on this journey of life. So, so I said yes to him uh, without. Again, we still don't have the coffee idea, but I said yes, we'll do a business together. Mm. <clears throat> That's when we started exploring. You know, what are our interests? You know, what are what what will we enjoy doing? What are the gaps in the market? Kaha uh, ham. Contribute कर सकते हैं to this world around us, okay. right? And uh, we narrowed it to food and beverage and consumer products because we felt that this is somewhere where it doesn't feel like work. Okay. And that's how we arrived on food and beverage. And then you know a sub segment of that was coffee, and that's how we got into the world of coffee. Wow, very interesting. You know, while you're talking about your co-founders, mm-hmm. this is something that I. in my entrepreneurship journey has seen that it's not easy to firstly find somebody mm-hmm. then to trust somebody true then to also work with somebody seamlessly mm-hmm. and i think mm-hmm. it's more than 6 years that you're doing that right correct yeah so what is the mantra by the way firstly to find that somebody of course you said your childhood friend or somebody whom you met during university your university yeah. so one is that mm-hmm. but then to be able to work with that somebody and then to build this trust over years i mean how have you all done it i think uh, you know it it's, it starts with friendship in my opinion right like you got to have yeah. uh, be comfortable with being around being around that person right uh, so i think ajay and ashujit when they met um, and were three co-founders so ajay ashujit met when they were in senar in a boarding school So the boarding school life, and I'm not so you know they keep uh, bullying me because <laughs> I have a non-boarding school life and they have a boarding school life. So they talk about their memories from boarding school and how that shaped them very in a very fond uh, manner. Uh, so they had their beds beside each other in the fifth standard as ten, twelve year olds, right? Ten, ten years old, yeah. And uh, you know they they've shared those experiences and uh, you know uh, uh, in their in their very formative years, right? And how that shaped them. and even university when i was 18 and you know i left calcutta went to jindal and um, it was my first time outside of the comfort of home you know that yeah. that sheltering that you grow up in that was not there <clears throat> so again you know i found ashujit we were like minded people got along and became best of friends right um, so i think it it all starts with friendship which leads to you know uh, trust which is developed over time yeah. and uh, being able to work together you have to experiment right um, that is there's no guarantee that two friends will work well together <coughs> but uh, we've had our share of you know ups and downs hits and misses uh, quirks and nuances of who we are what you know how we behave uh, what our shortcomings are what our strengths are what our weaknesses are and you know uh, when we started sleepy owl which uh, you know is the most uh, successful of our uh, adventures um, we already had you know many years under our belt of being able to stand each other to be honest yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. so so yeah i think that's the fundamental that needs to be in place right so and i'll do as what yeah so like i said ajay was an investment banker so clearly he gets all the money he gets all the money <laughs> so all the finance yeah all the all the finance <laughs> business modeling uh, you know uh, team building uh, you know all of that was his right investor relations we said listen this is yours that's your core skill set that's what you do best that's what you understand ashish and i 
what we studied you know was law right mm. uh, so for us it was let's figure out you know in the world of business where do we stand right. what what will we enjoy doing and what are we good at right, right. and uh, it was very uh, evident uh, from our early behaviors that i have zero design sense i have zero uh, you know i'm color blind as well so matlab so anything design related branding related colors related i was like you know i'm not even interested mujhse nahi ho payega right like playing with a camera understanding photography understanding aesthetic it requires a person with you know a very uh, keen eye and uh, you know attention to detail yeah. uh, which ashwajit had right and even if you know let's say you know he had to he was excited to learn that i wasn't right mm. so for me it was then by default what's left over right. it was like operations supply chain procurement uh you know sourcing uh you know all of those functions uh, product development manufacturing karna okay. so i said okay you know that. let's let's learn that so i had no experience in any of this but i said i'm excited to learn that and that's what's left over for me to do um so yeah that's how we initially divided the role among the three of us but for the first couple of months there was a lot of overlap and you know a lot of confusion and then we had this one big meeting where we sat down maybe four or five months into the business and said no there's a concept called the buck stops at you right so if it's anything in manufacturing supply chain operation the buck stops at me right there is no one i can turn to and complain and vice versa in their respective roles and that really helped us and understand that you know okay this is what you do and this is what you are accountable for mm-hmm. right and that led to less fights less confusion less drama you know and uh, i think that really helped us understand how we can work together in a sustainable manner we were also living together by the way the three of us oh, when we started so it was cool. you know this uh, you you with in each other's faces day in and day out <laughs> <laughs> but i think that's made us stronger overall yeah so i mean i love your story and um, i mean it takes you all the way back to you know this bridging something which you see now but mm-hmm. i'm sure that there were times when you all said this is not happening let's wind it up and then what kept you going then i think uh, you know given the fact that we'd changed our career trajectories right uh, and we were uh, you know far off from what we'd studied at least for ashwajit and i right what we'd really studied and were expected to become lawyers right since we had right. made that switch and we'd invested a certain amount of time into you know getting this up and running i think the wind up conversation never happened right uh, the tough oh. times was just yeah okay how do we overcome these obstacles how do we overcome the tough times but i don't think there's been any point in the journey where we've uh, given up hope or right. you know even on the toughest days the darkest days we haven't said hey, let's find it up and the simple reason for that is because you know we know that what we're doing is providing immense value to our users and consumers and that yeah. you know uh, there is a place for us in this world right, right? Uh, and that place cannot easily be filled by you know i guess coffee is a commodity yes there are hundreds of you know places that are serving coffee hundreds of brands serving coffee but right. we from the very early on realized that we have a unique identity and a unique place in the in this world and if it were not there uh, you know it 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 would matter mm-hmm. so we know that what we're doing is important right. so i'm yeah. very very glad that it happened for you and you're still there and you in fact yes. like you know growing yes 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 okay so If you had to sum up mm-hmm. um, for the younger people who are either becoming entrepreneurs mm-hmm. or coming together to create companies, mm-hmm. what are 
the few things, the three things that come to your mind that you want to tell them? Okay, I would say since we've touched upon in the early part of our conversation on co-founders, right? right? I would say find someone to be on this journey with. Akele mat karo. Right. Um, I think, uh, you know, it, it, it's amazing when you have a sounding board, uh, you know, someone to look towards uh, in tough times, someone to celebrate the good times with. Right. Because these memories are to be made with people. Right. Um, I'm not saying that solo entrepreneurs or solo founders don't work. Both. There's no right or wrong. But looking back at my journey, I would say first and foremost is, you know, have co-founders. Second thing I'd say is that, you uh, you know, definitely try and convince your near and dear ones and your loved ones and, uh, you know, go out of my way to say parents in this case, if they're, you know, around, get their buy-in, right? Because the world of entrepreneurship or the world of setting up a business is, uh, you're fighting against the whole world oh, to yeah. exist, right? Okay. So, if you don't have it becomes a much tougher journey to, you know, fight two battles, right? So if you have their buy-in on day one and you have their blessings on day one, you always know that kuch bhi ho jai. Your business may fail, right? And aapke paas roti, kapda, makan aur pyar. Ye char cheezen aapko mil jayengi. Right? Which are I think the most basic necessities that we as humans need, right? And I know that these four will always be there if from nobody but my parents will give that to me, right? So that little bit of security and support is, is I think very important. And the third being, yeah. <laughs> and, and I think the third is, you know, just do right by your customer from day one, right? Uh, you know, once you set a standard, you have, you know, set the expectations, then keep living up to that, right? Uh, don't take shortcuts with your product or with service, right? Uh, be jugadu, uh, be, uh, you know, uh, you know, hustle, be jugadu, do things intelligently, yeah. take shortcuts, in, you know, uh, you know, in certain places where you need to, but not in terms of don't compromise on your product or the service that you're providing because these are non-negotiable. Right. right. So that would be the third piece of advice. Very nice. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And I hope that people who are starting off or just about in the journey to progress and, um, you know, just take it a bit forward. I think these three things really stand and I'm... Um, um, you know, what I want to say is that when I started off as mm -hmm. well, I kept missing that somebody. Um, like you said, you need somebody mm -hmm. as a sounding board, as a per person who can celebrate. But not everybody's as lucky as you three. So keep that bond and keep it alive and Thank keep you. it stronger and more power to you all. Thank you so much. So yeah. to the other two who are not here, this is for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Arman, tell us. Um, so you've come this far, not mm -hmm. to go that I mean, not to be here, right? Correct. What is that sentence? You have come this far, not... There's still a long way to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we will recap that. But, um, but you have come this far. But at the same time, there is, uh, of course, that a lot that mm -hmm. uh, you want to take the company to. So what are the things that you have introduced in India? And um, because of the Indian palette, of course, I know that you export a lot outside. There is mm -hmm. a few things that, you know, you keep here because of probably we are still as Indians discovering the taste of coffee, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, so what is it that you're coming So, so you know, we started out as India's first cold brew coffee company, right? right? Uh, the first brand to actually package cold brew coffee and introduce it to the Indian market. So from day one, our focus has been on consumer education, right? right. We've, uh, we realized that what we're bringing to the table is so novel, so new that 
most people are not even searching for it or aware about it, right? Oh, yeah. In fact, even today, six years on, you know, we feel like it, it'll take another 60 before Mass India accepts cold brew as a concept, right? But we started our journey with that because we felt that, you know, this is something that is unique, it is innovative, and it is something that we could be associated with for the times to come, mm -hmm. right? And I think that builds a lot of brand recall. Right. Uh, so from day one till now, our focus has been on educating the consumer. Uh, and then we realized that when we started getting traction, mm -hmm. uh, consumers actually were, you know, very surprised that aisa, aisa ho sakta hai. you know it can this is so innovative this is so unique itni nahi cheez hai, right that we tried tried to say okay everything that we do going forward has to live up to this standard of innovation uniqueness right uh, we also introduced coffee in a dip bag right oh, okay, yeah. For, we were the first brand to do that uh, in india in the way we did it and again consumers were so surprised that you know okay wow coffee aise bhi pee ja sakti hai, mm. right because if you look at historically, you know, in the last 20, 25, 30 odd years, coffee consumption has been primarily instant coffee, right? Yeah. And that's because there was no education, there was no one trying to tell people that there's a better way to do it or there are different ways to consume it. Yeah. So we decided to take a lead uh, on doing that, but to make it less intimidating for uh, consumers, right? Mm. Um, we, we do export a little and we do intend to, you know, export more in the years to come. But we always want it to be Indian coffee. Um, and and we also, when we got into this, we realized that, oh, India has such wonderful coffee, we didn't know. Right? So we realized that if we are getting into the business and we are discovering these things, then the regular Indian consumer is, is not exposed to Indian coffee. So yeah. primary objective is to serve India and then take Indian coffee to the rest of the world. Oh, super. So how are you uh, really pegging yourself against the Starbucks? Uh, how different are you then? Okay, so 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 let's say Starbucks is a uh, is is a brand that is largely cafes, right, in India and around the world, right? Right. Uh, our focus is to be on the FMCG side, which is fast-moving consumer goods. Right. Uh, we primarily supply to retail stores online on our own website, Amazon. We don't have a cafe of our own at Sleepy Owl, right? Coming soon. Maybe. <laughs> we, uh, I've been saying never say never for the last of six course. years. So let's yeah, see, le let's see when there'll be a conversation with someone where I'll say yes, we have one cafe. Yeah, <laughs> but when so we, we come here on the podcast again. Yes, yes. So we have our own. You know, our business right. model is to, uh, you know, get into consumers' homes. Right. Uh, we want to be an in-home coffee brand. Uh, and that's sort of the niche that we are. You know, we've realized early on that you can't be everything for everyone. Yeah. Right, uh, you have to pick your stance and then uh, yeah. you know stick to that. So, mornings for you is chai or coffee? Coffee. Still coffee. Yeah, yeah, still coffee. <laughs> it's, it's always yeah. been. I've I've had coffee growing up as well. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Bachpan okay. um, my my you know, I wasn't a big fan of uh, Bon Vita or Horlicks or Complan, so ऐसे लंबा हो गया. So, <laughs> so the. Are you listening? <laughs> Um, and and so for me the way to get milk into my system for my parents was do chamash coffee dal do, oh, right? Okay. Um, yeah. So I grew up having coffee, and uh, I, I I enjoy my cup of tea, no doubt. Okay. But uh, coffee is my go-to beverage. Great, Arman, this is a second act podcast, mm -hmm. um, and uh, my uh, question, of course, this is the highlight of the uh, the entire episode. Uh, if I ask you, what's your second act? So I think. Uh, 
in terms of like you know if if i were to look at it today i think the first act would be my approach to entrepreneurship in university and the second act is going on right now right uh if i look at this as my first act and then what my second act will be i think the second act is to encourage more people to you know take the journey of entrepreneurship right um i think a lot of people uh, you know and we've all seen 3d arts and how you know i think uh, madhavan was you know into photography but he was in engineering and that fight that he had with his parents to change his career i think one must not be afraid to experiment uh you know and i want to you know i want to tell my story as much as i can because it should encourage more people to not connect what they've studied with what they have to do in life right like the two can be disconnected because education to me is just something that shapes your mind right aap koi bhi subject le lo aap kuch bhi pad lo right ultimately the the act of acquiring information processing it applying it is what trains your mind right yeah. but then you should be able to apply it wherever you know you want to and whatever truly deeply interests you and i think that that gap is is still there where you know there's a lot of fear a lot of fear both in students and in parents and in youngsters ki yaar ye kaise kar sakte ho aap you know aapne ye padhai ki hai ab aap wo kaise kar sakte ho i think that mindset needs to change and uh, I'm not saying that you know uh, we're successful. That's why it's easy. It's easier to say it. I'm just. I just believe that success or failure aside, you know, you need to grab the opportunity to do these things. So I think my second act would be to really go down and you know encourage and motivate more people to take chances, nice. take risks. And that's a great second act story. and i'm sure the younger people who are hearing mm-hmm. will get inspired because like you said they're always in a dilemma mm-hmm. um i've studied this and a pressure from the parents mm-hmm. you know that itna paisa is pe kar kya wo kaise ho sakta hai so you start Balkan. your journey there Balkan. so take chances um but of course a very big part of um, taking entrepreneurship is money correct um so what do you have to say about that taking money as in to start right, yeah, or to start i mean okay. you do need yeah of course an amount of funding 100% amount of yeah so yeah. again i'll you know go back i i mean i'm very fortunate to hmm. come from privilege right and by privilege i mean we're of middle class family right uh, but you know i think what i said earlier right if you uh, i mean your parents have to be on your side right so our seed funding for my college activities the businesses that we tried then even for sleepy owl that seed funding came from our parents right, right. uh if, if if my parents were not supportive or they weren't uh, you know kind enough to say okay take my money take that risk uh, i don't think we'd be where we are today so we are very yeah. lucky and very fortunate to have that having said that i think over the last uh, 10 years or so uh, with the way entrepreneurship and the indian uh, you know i mean the indian ecosystem of entrepreneurship has evolved i think if you have uh, you know good ideas you are executing yeah. at a bare minimum level right and you're showing that listen i understand what i'm doing i know that there is a you know opportunity here yeah. i don't think money is out of access mil jayega right um ab again easier said than done right ab aap bologe ki kaise hoga how do i do it you know i have an idea i've executed a little bit i've shown some but i think beyond that right networking talking to the right people you know getting on linkedin looking around you i think ultimately you will reach you know you i mean money will find you if you're doing the right thing and if it doesn't find you if money doesn't find you 
I think there are a lot of successful businesses that are bootstrapped, right? I don't think money is the answer to yeah. building a business, right? In fact, it can be a curse, right? You get, I mean, look at so many businesses around you that you raise too much money too quickly. You know, you make decisions based on the money you have in the bank and businesses go south. Yeah. So, you know, I, I genuinely don't think that, uh, you know, money is always the answer. I think uh, going back to the fundamentals, good product, good service, actual need for what you are building, those things will, you know, in the long run, make a big difference. I think what you said is very powerful that, you know, firstly, understand uh, what are you serving? I think that is the first step. Okay. And secondly, of course, the belief that, uh, you know, you're adding value to that service mm -hmm. as well. And of course, the customer itself, right? Because unless that customer is satisfied, mm -hmm. uh, you know, nothing will grow. True. So I think great uh, conversation here uh, on your, um, you know, the life journey that you're, mm -hmm. especially at work. Now I want to know a little bit about you through my rapid fire. Okay. And um, the first question on that one is um, the one highlight of 2022. The one highlight of 2022. Very interesting. Um, I think, uh, you know, over the course of the last year, I would say 2021, 2022, I have in my personal life adopted a few pets. Oh, so I think it's been a very exciting time, uh, you know, uh, you know, just really looking at, I mean, we adopted uh, some of the streets, some, you know, from friends, and I have a bunch of pets at home. What, and what is a bunch like? <laughs> I have uh, eight cats and five dogs. That's yeah, quite so, a lot. So yeah, yeah, it is. But um, but it's so it's, it's no a girlfriend or this. No, I have a wife. I'm married. Oh, you're, you're yeah, married, I'm okay. married. So oh my god, she's also looking after so many people and you together. Yeah, and me and I her. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, we were, we were. I mean, yeah. It's but it's been you know when. Uh, but the best part that I like about this is that they live in the present. No tension. Nahi hai. I know. Koi, uh, you know, na future ka tension, na past ka tension. They are so happy in the present, and you know, they so giving, so giving, and so taking also. Wo so taking. Bhi hai, lete bhi hai. Yeah. Um, but you, yeah, I think that's been a, you know, and I, I feel like any stress I have in the day, so cool. I just go back home and you know, it's all cuddles. So the next question is that 2023. Um, mm -hmm. What are you looking at for this year? Very interesting. Personally or business-wise. I would always say personally. Okay, cool. <laughs> personally, I'm looking to, you know, uh, and I say this every year. <laughs> That's the <laughs> joke that I say this every year. But uh, I'm looking to uh, look after myself, my health, right? right. Uh, and I come, reason why I say that is because I think over the last uh, three or four years, uh, you know, work sometimes takes a toll on you or gets the better of you, right? And... Uh, you get lazy and you know so on and so forth. So I've always been uh, active, but I think that it, there needs to be more consistency to being active, and I'm really looking forward to you know that's getting healthier and fitter uh, in the coming year. That's a good goal. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you going to do for that? What is your first step? Like a coach, I must ask. Okay. The first <laughs> first step. So I was uh, you know earlier this month where. Uh, you know in December right now, right? So earlier this month I was uh, telling my wife. First Jan, first Jan, I'll, you know, start working out, I'll join the gym. That was the conversation we were having. And I think uh, I got a sounding of my life from her uh, saying course. that, you know, you keep postponing it. So I think uh, it's been a week since I've uh, joined and working yes. with a trainer. Nice. So I think the first first thing is that, 
stop procrastinating and setting you know unrealistic future dates to start things up shuru kar sakte ho and for me it was a big struggle i was like nahi 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 ek tarikh ke pehle to karna hi kuch nahi karna you know but then last week i joined and i'm you know i feel like now i'm setting myself up for success right because i've not you know i mean the for 15 days in december which is the toughest time to look after your health um, but i was like okay let's start now and let's enter the year with a bang not start next year you so know so thanks for my so. next question so what is success for you ah oh, very interesting i think you know it's it's an emotion it's a feeling like you know i mean i don't think uh, there's no measure to it it's just a feeling right um, so i feel like i'm quite successful now i believe i've felt successful on most days in the past as well right um i don't think uh, you know any numeric value of money or funds or you know is success i don't feel like uh you know ki okay maine i've served 1 million customers or 10 million customers i think uh, you know success is if people value what you are bringing to the table across the spectrum right um you know people talk about successful family life successful marriage successful this so success is in every domain right, right. Uh, so i think it's a daily emotion. emotion yeah it's an emotion so it's a daily emotion daily yeah. emotion yeah because you don't uh, it's not a one time thing you have you've succeeded yeah you 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 succeed and you fail every day yeah right it's a it's a daily thing uh you know you i mean yeah you definitely fail also every day and then how you get up from that failure is also success right uh, so it's good to fail because only if you fail and you recover from that failure you feel that okay now i've succeeded so yeah that's right. my take very very nice yeah so one thing you want to leave us with mm-hmm. as um like a mantra from your life which can really bring us that help okay um i'm a fairly happy go lucky person by nature and uh, i think that uh, my mantra would be is don't take life too seriously you know just have yeah. fun enjoy yourself yeah. mm-hmm. um so yeah and don't take life and don't take yourself also too seriously yeah so that's my mantra i think it can be uh, you know one can uh, extract what they want from that yeah. statement yeah. so thank you arman what a lovely podcast thank you um thanks for being my special guest before i wrapped up my 100th Uh, this you. is extremely special as well because I haven't done too many in-person podcasts as well. Lovely. There are a lot of Zoom because of you know I started off only during COVID, mm-hmm. and um, I enjoy the space and I hope that it was okay for you as well. I loved it. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure and um, it's lovely to be surrounded by by books uh, in oh. this place. And I think uh, another uh, you know I mean I'm I've, I've I've been reading last couple of years, but I also buy more books than I can read. Uh, so I want to, you know, ensure that a part of 2023 involves more reading, and I'm really yeah. excited for it. Yeah, I also, you know, uh, I mostly read books on business and entrepreneurship. I read my first fiction book this weekend after many years, wow. and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Wow. So I feel like again, just going out of your comfort zone uh, and doing things that you know, I mean, it mind blow ko jagta hai. I mean, fiction nahi padta. Someone asks you what kind of books do you read, and I'm like, oh, I read things, but I don't read fiction. Yeah. You know, just putting. you're putting that on you're putting yourself in that bubble so i told this to someone and that person said no i will they gifted me a fiction book and said up padho <laughs> and i read it and i just yeah. really enjoyed it so i'm like you know why was i putting myself in this bubble uh, unnecessarily so i think just uh, breaking out of you know how you look at yourself is also very important 
So Ajay Jain, are you hearing this? Uh, we are sitting in your beautiful space and this person loves fiction because uh, according to Ajay, who doesn't read fiction is somebody who should stop reading fiction. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you again and what a thank fantastic you. day. Thank you, Archana. Thank you so much.